<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not a die, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. Okay, what's up? How are you, how are you feeling? You feeling all right? I'm tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I'm glad. I've been glad. hanging in there, man. I'm glad you recovered. You know, I was praying for you, you know, rubbing my um two nickels everything i can do but i'm glad you're coming back together you know that's what it's all about yes sir yes sir i'm uh a little reserved today so excuse me you know <laughs> you're fine you know I'm, I'm hitting record right now and i think you're saved right here as well on tiktok but we're gonna do the makings of you so what would you like to go by what can i call you um you can call me Diva, it's fine. <laughs> Diva, okay, okay, bitch. So Diva, Diva, welcome, welcome, welcome. The joy of children laughing. These are makings of you. It is true, the makings of you. You want to share so everybody here thank y'all for joining thanks for being here we're going through the makings of diva with everything culture so thank you welcome 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 so the first question we have for you right here is what do you identify as as far as gender as far as whatever you feel like identifying as um if we cover in all subjects uh i identify as female and bisexual and um as far as race i am nigerian all right thank you thank you so <laughs> how would you describe yourself Ooh, i'm kind of like um pandora's box because one minute i'm okay next minute is <laughs> it gets a little random you know so you know, I there's no one specific subject about me. I, I'm kind of all across the board about it. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. As far as life, period. You know. All right, but you said Pandora's box. I'm gonna put a pin in that right there. Okay, okay. How would you describe your culture? Oh, unfortunately, I just found out recently that I am Nigerian. So, um, I cannot really give an honest opinion about it because I have not grow, grown up in that culture to have an opinion about it. So with respect, 
you know, mm. I won't speak on my culture because I don't know that much yet. I'm, mm. I'm still learning. Absolutely fine with me. Okay, but thank you for sharing with us. Once again, this is the Makings of Diva. Welcome, y'all. Thank y'all for joining in. All likes, all shares. You know, y'all. if y'all want to throw some extra questions in, y'all more than welcome as well. But we're just here. We're just having this conversation. It is being recorded, but y'all can't be heard, so y'all are fine. So, what is your sign or sign? Horus. Hey. <laughs> all day, okay. horns out. <laughs> okay, well, well that, that's in May, correct? Hmm? Yes. Is that yes. Okay, I'm a okay. May baby. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Um, can you define your childhood and upbringing? Whew. I would say it was like a prison. And the reason why I say that is um, I was completely surrounded by mentally ill people. And I was the only one that didn't have a mental illness. So everyone assumed oh mom's crazy brother's crazy sis she crazy oh she gotta be crazy too so i'm like uh no sorry middle finger on that one so <laughs> it's like it was a prison because when i would go to school it was a completely different atmosphere i come home mm -mm, i can't leave the house after that it, it was literally a prison for me. Wow, wow, wow. Um, if you can, can you touch on what were the roles of your caregivers in the house? Or um, in your life? Well, my mom, of course, she took the role as mom, but she was like the warden, basically. Um, my brother was like the CEO. And my sister, she was like my my cellmate, but you know, she, she always messing with me and shit, you know, doing little shit, get on my nerves and <laughs> excuse my language, but <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Once again, this is your episode right here. So speak freely. Okay. <laughs> so, um, she was always getting on my nerves. So it's like, um, you know, but that's baby sister role, you know what I'm saying? According to the community, you know, baby sisters or baby brothers, that's what they do. Mm. But at the same time, that was still my sister and I still care for her, even though she did not care for me. Mm. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was literally, literally like a prison in there because wow. whatever I learned at school and which made me happy learning new things. I come home, I couldn't talk about this stuff at home. Yeah. Wow. And you, you already mentioned that you have siblings. So where do you fall in the lineage with your sibling? Are you the oldest, in the middle? I'm the middle child. Okay, okay. <laughs> Older brother, middle child, and we got the youngest. Brother. And then baby okay. sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you ever have, did you feel like you had that middle child syndrome? You know, that, that stereotype that they put on the middle children? Oh, yeah. Constantly. Okay. Constantly. Okay. Like, they always assumed I was just gonna destroy something. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Always. Always got blamed or, you know, and uh, labeled as the black sheep. Yes. Mm. When mentioning, you talked about a little bit about your education. So, as far mm. as your education in life, how do you feel about it? What's your thoughts about it? 
I felt it could have been more if I had more support, but I had zero support from my immediate family as well as my um, uh, extended family. Like I have a huge family, unfortunately. And uh, I only talked to like three out of, uh, there's a lot of them. So my aunties and uncles from my understanding, just to briefly uh, go over that. Um, I have 13 aunties and uncles and I wow. have never been close to them at all. Mm. So my, um, I only speak to, I say probably two of my cousins. Yeah. Two. And there's about 50 of them. Mm. Grand total. Um, when DCFS, uh, updated everything there's a grand total of 15 so i have 15 aunties and uncles out there that i do not know and never knew i it's probably like one auntie that i will actually talk to and i appreciate her because she even though she was 20 years later talking to me she talks to me now and she um shows me love and i appreciate her shout out to auntie appreciate you too. yes okay miss carmen <laughs> yes love you <laughs> much love much love so where do you consider home um i consider home where my husband is mm -hmm. yes okay. i consider home where my husband is and uh as far as the city i it used to be chicago which where i was born and raised Mm -hmm. But um, my city is very lethal, so it's like, it's days I don't, I don't like being up there, you yeah. know. Absolutely yeah. understand. Absolutely understand. Um, well, a shout out to Chicago, though. You know, like, that's yes. why I think uh, my, my my Drake side mean is as from fuck. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my my father's side is from Chicago, so that's my people from. Hey, okay. So coming up in the household um, or in life, did you have any chores? Oh, yeah. She made me clean the whole house. <laughs> if, she, if she wasn't like in her mode where she felt like, okay, I do it myself. Go sit down. You know, she would literally get up, mop, sweep. It could be five in the morning. And she will get up, do this, clean up, wash the dishes, brother. He get to sit down. You know what I'm saying? Sis, she got to sit down. You know, now mm -hmm. it's all good. It's, it's all <laughs> But at the same time, I was just like, they yeah, like I to come and put dishes in there while I'm washing them, you know, little stuff like that. So I was just like, mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, trust me, it happened to me as well. Hey, Southern Virgo. Mm. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody's here. I hope y'all are doing well. This is an interview. We're doing the making of Diva, Armageddon Diva, if I'm not mistaken. Um, once again, thank you for so much for sharing with us. You know, we're just in here chilling. We're relaxing. You know, I'm, I'm sipping off camera right here. But y'all just come in, join, be with us. And y'all going to be hearing this episode again on Everything Culture in the near future. So going to our next question. How were you disciplined growing up? Um, whatever she can get her hands on, uh, uh, basically, um, I was disciplined with 
hands, feet. Um, let's see. And that's when she was being creative, you know. <laughs> but when she would just go all out, oh, iron extension cords, um, mop stick, broomstick. Um, and I would get those things. My brother, he got like frying pans, like because he was the tallest in the house, of course. So she felt she had to literally use furniture for him. So, um, but for me, no, I got like little random stuff like that. So majority was physical. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. So what were and what are your beliefs? What are my beliefs? Yes. Yes. Um, I believe in God, but as far as religion, I do not have a religion right now because there's so much pressure from right. different religions that I, it has literally pushed me back. Like, I still read my Bible, like, you know, for guidance every now and then I'll open it up, you know, but, um, I do believe there is a God and I do believe he is there. It's just limitations to what he can do. And that's how I, what I believe. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for sharing with us too. Once again, you know, these are some intimate questions right here, but once again, if you, if it make you feel uncomfortable, you don't have to answer them, but you know, it'll pick up. Y'all you just y'all just keep rocking and rolling with us. We here, we here. So no problem. I I'm an open book. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you for letting us read you. Thank you for letting us read you. Um give us three words that would describe your community. Three words that would describe your community. I got a little hearing issues, so I no, apologize if you're I repeat fine. myself. <laughs> you are fine. Yeah. Give us three words that would describe your community. My community? Yes. Who? Which community would, you, <laughs> would that be? Would that be the one I grew up with? Or? Whichever one you would like to share. Well, my beginning community. Lord, have mercy. I grew up in the projects. So, <laughs> forgive me. I'm a loose. Ah. <laughs> Once again, they were my last nerve. <laughs> Every last one of them, just oh my god, the most unsupportive community mm. I have ever encountered. I was just like, like my college community. That's one thing, but my community growing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So I got if one I had my eyebrows on I, right now, I, you know I heard I'm unsupportive. Like, I got one. <laughs> oh my god, unsupportive. Just uh backstabbing. Um who two-faced. Just two -faced. I have never seen anything like this in my whole life, and it's a black community. Mm. So it's like I tried every day not to hurt myself. Every day. Every day. It took everything in me because I wasn't just bullied at school. I was bullied by my own community. Mm. Like, oh, she, her mom's crazy. She gotta be crazy. Like, they made that 
just the understatement of the year, just always, always saying that. And I was just like, <laughs> they wonder why I never spoke until I was five years old. Like, cause I was already like, my attitude was already there. So it was like my personality developed, but it was like, I know what you are. And I didn't have to say what it, you know, who these people were. I just automatically knew you ain't right. Yeah, yeah. And they always um, did not like me because I never spoke first. Hmm. Yeah. And this they always right. felt entitled to yeah, uh and, and something I want to add once again, if you that's why I ask people have they listened to the makings of you before? Because as Southern Virgo said, you know, this is a heavy conversation. This is we talk about real things here with everything culture, you know. Um Sometimes things are light, some things are heavy, but right here we talk about life. We talk and this is Diva's life. This is the and that's you know, these are the same questions I ask every single person I come on that come on the show. Nothing's being modified, nothing being you know, you know the tone may be adjusted here and there, but we get to know people here. And I and I think that's important. But we're getting to know Diva tonight. So if you could recommend a book, a movie, and a television series. What would you recommend? The book I would recommend is The Watchmen. Because the Watchmen. It, okay. it is everything of how I feel. Um, I'm a very, very serious comic book person. Um, I fell off for the past couple of years. But um, that is the number one book I would recommend. Because it it is the perception of what I see now. Mm. Um, as far as a movie, how I based on if I'm basing it on how I feel today, Armageddon, <laughs> mm. literally, because this Bruce planet ooh, is just the way I feel right now. And um, you said a TV show, yes, television series. <laughs> You're gonna laugh, but Lucifer, so <laughs> I've never watched literally. Yes, I would I recommend good, those though. three. Okay. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Um, it gives a different perspective on um I say the Christian religion. It really does. Mm. And um the of what God may or may not be thinking, things of that nature. And I appreciate that because I don't feel so bad when I pray. Right. So I appreciate that show so much because it's Besides Supernatural, that one, definitely. Currently. Oh, I love Supernatural. Oh, yes, Supernatural, now, okay. yes. I, I haven't watched it like Those the last the two, two seasons. Those are the two that I... Yeah. Yes. It, 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 oh, it my got a little God. too much. I was like, man, I, wait, I'm going to get back to it. I got to finish it, you know. I got to... Supernatural had you crying, I promise you. I, I know, yes. I know. Hey, Cherry Blossom, we're doing an interview. We're doing the makings of Diva. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, yeah, we got some Supernatural fans in here. I've been watching Supernatural since yes. I was in high school, and that was a long time ago. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I can so. watch that and not get bored. I promise you. I can watch it over and over and not get bored. It's very good. But <laughs> Lucifer, that gives a new perspective. That's like a fresh new perspective on uh, Christian religion. That's what I think. Mm. So, mm. I like okay. it. Make sure yeah. to check that out for sure. Okay. So, what is your theme song? Say that again. What is 
your theme song. So when you step out every day, and if your life is a sitcom, what music plays in the background? When you're stepping out at night, when you're doing your videos that you be putting here on TikTok, what music is going on in the back of your head? You know, what's your theme song? Nobody, well, the, everybody's heard of it probably, but not everybody. Um, Steven Joe Blanksky, and it's called Scorponok, is mm. from uh, Transformers. The movie? The score, yeah. The mm. movie. The soundtrack is called The Score. And the oh. song is called Scorponok. Scorponok, okay. I probably yes. heard it, but it, I don't know it, It's, it's a serious... It's a serious little beat, <laughs> but it's very classical. I like classical, so um, it's um, it is it, it go hard for me. So yeah, <laughs> it give me that boost I need. Yes, Once again, yes. This is your episode. This is your show. So hey, it go hard to me right now too. So we gonna rock <laughs> with that. So going to our next question: What has been an impactful moment in your life? impactful I would say what has uh, been impactful for me is surviving the pandemic mm. yes yes that's been impactful for me um I just recently found out that um, uh, I took the vaccine and I had reactions to it. And I thought that the biggest reaction I had was due to that as well. But come to find out, it was due to my uh, kidney failure. And my kidney failure has gone from stage three in 2020 to stage four, September 2nd, and then September 25th. It went to stage five. So when I took the vaccine, I thought that this huge rash that I broke out from the top of my head to the all the way to my ankles. And I thought it was due to that. And it was not. It was absolutely not. It was due to my kidney failure. And, um, you know, skin rashes are associated with kidney failure, unfortunately. And um, I was not aware. I was just upset. But uh, as far as the vaccine, the reactions I did have to those, which was fever, chills, things like that. And it only lasted like 24 hours and a half. Mm -hmm. So so like a half a day. And once the fever broke and I felt better and I was able to get up and walk around. Uh, I spoke with my doctor back in Chicago and she let me know the reactions that I had due to the vaccine are basically. um because I did have COVID during 2020 and it just wasn't enough to take me out. And, uh, my, my blood type is O. So, um, I'm not surprised cause they did say we do have a higher resistance, but living by myself in Chicago, uh, mm -hmm. with, and I had COVID at some point, I can't even pinpoint when I had it. Like the symptoms were so minimal that I didn't, it didn't even struck me, strike me right away that, oh, this is what it is, you know? Right. And um, I wasn't hospitalized. 
I was able to work. I worked for Amazon and things like that. So it's like, um, I'm currently on medical leave, but, um, yeah, it's like, it was crazy. I literally went through, and I'm still going through this pandemic and had no idea that I had it. So I'm glad I went ahead and took the vaccine, not only just because of that, but, um, Whenever I do receive a transplant, um, my immune system will be compromised. So yeah. um, I need that extra protection. So, Absolutely. And I've been following your journey, too. That's why when I saw you join and where you joined, I was like, man, I'm glad that you're feeling better. You, you, you're smiling right yes. now. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I really appreciate that. Thank you. People know Thank my you. weakness is seeing my people go through something, you know, that like. I hate that I I have to own up to it. I am an empath. So when I see people um, experiencing something, that's like, man, I really wish them for the best and I pray for them. And um, and that's what got stuff off. I'm glad to see that you're doing better. And once again, I'm glad that it's not the vaccine that kicked it off because I got that thing too. Yes. But <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm gonna yes. throw in. I'm not a person that I like to push the vaccine on people. I'm you know people make their own choices no, in life, yeah. things of that nature. But I will say, I've told all my loved ones to get it, um, especially my loved ones that's overweight, especially my loved ones that's diabetic, especially my loved ones with high blood pressure or other ailments. I've been, I've seen people not make it through this, and it's not pretty. Okay, and I yes. tell my folks, I am not trying to make no Facebook about about you. You understand? Okay, you know I'm not trying to get on like y'all pray for my homie. You know I'm not trying to say. Yeah. You know, and I've seen this happen. So, I, you know, I, I got it because I know nurses and doctors that got it. And I waited and followed their proceedings as well. But, hey, that's a conversation we got to come come back to in the future. That, But, hey, thank you so much for, once again, sharing this with us. Um, and thank you, Southern Virgo. And uh, <laughs> uh, the transparency of this conversation is needed at times. Um, sending healing vibes to you. Uh, healing vibes to her. Yes. Thank you. Um, thank you. We, that's what we do here at Every Time Culture. We have these type of conversations once again because it's needed. And that's how we grow through conversation. So, but thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. So, our next question is How do you define joy? I define joy as what you create because a lot of people, um, figure is something you buy or um things of that nature and nine times out of ten is not even that materialistically no but um joy is something you create and it's within you yeah. and you have to protect it you have to protect it at all costs like with your life <laughs> because that joy can give you energy and that joy can give you happiness as well so I feel that definitely joy is something you create. Okay. I love it. I love it. All right. What privileges do you benefit from? <laughs> Racially, none. <laughs> Oh, racially absolutely none that i can think of like i i don't 
think, um, yeah, yeah, me individually, I have not experienced anything racially that I have benefited from because I've been treated like crap all my life. So, <laughs> uh, as far as, um, as far as being a woman, I can't say that I have benefits as a woman. My, my husband may disagree <laughs> because, um, our marriage is open. So he, he feels that I get more attention than he does. So <laughs> it's like, he feels like, yeah, um, as a woman, yes, I get more attention, but whew, yeah, I can't think of anything else that I would benefit from. Yeah. And that's fine. Once again, it's your episode. Hey, once again, no feel wrong free episode. to elaborate. Yeah, this is, <laughs> once again, this is up to you. Uh, we just here listening to you. We learned from you. Thank you for sharing you with us yes. for real. I'm serious. Um, when did you realize you were different? I realized that at 12, that I was different. So, somebody asked the question. <laughs> we'll, we'll come to that after this one. We'll go back? Okay, okay, mm -hmm. cool. Okay. Um, I realized I was different at 12 because, um, and I... It would just be every day, just daily dealing with everyday life at home. And and that would be with my mom. And I did not have a father figure. I don't know who he is. Never met him. Um, and um, just walking through the home and just listening to how they speak to each other as opposed to how they speak to me. Like, they would be just so positive towards each other. But towards me for some reason i was just that black sheep that person that they just talked down to all the time and i just was like <laughs> like really like and i didn't respond right away but if they hit if they push the right button i would react yeah. so that made me realize at 12 oh i'm yeah, I'm completely different from y'all. And going to school helped me realize that. Like, they don't teach personality traits in school, but the things you do learn, oh yeah, most definitely. It makes you see things a lot clearer. It helps you comprehend everything a lot better instead of just listening to your mom Absolutely. completely. Like, it taught me you can't just listen to one person. You got to learn things for yourself. So I appreciate the education I did get uh, as a kid. Um, I went to a school outside um, the neighborhood, and which is crazy. But my mom literally said that she did not want me to be like the niggas in the hood or talk like the niggas in the hood. So she sent me to a school outside the district. I kid you not. I don't believe you. I, I, I absolutely believe you. <laughs> There's no argument there, believe it or not. I Trust was me. like, Mom, <laughs> that that sounds a little racist. You know what I'm saying? 
like, are you aware of what you're saying? And she was like, yes, I'm aware of what I'm saying. But once I started to uh, ah, reap those benefits, yes, there we go. That that would be another benefit I would probably get. Um, once I started to get those benefits and I would come home and she would speak to me, then it would be like, oh, you talk like a white girl. It would be from my family. It would be uh, from the kids in the neighborhood. Yeah, why you talk like that? I go to a different school. What school you go to? I go to James Ward. I am not proud of that school. I am not. I'm proud of the education I received, but the people I attended with, oh, hell no. No, I'm sorry. that, that They bullied me like it was no tomorrow just because I was from the projects and then it was like probably five or six people that were from the projects as well and would bully me as well yeah mm. but that mm. made me still feel different like i still was aware that i was different from everybody else i didn't react to things the way that everybody did and i didn't do things the same way that everybody did so i knew at 12, it, uh-uh, there's, there's some different shit. Something is going on. <laughs> I was self-aware at 12. I appreciate you sharing this with us once again. Um, and at age of 12, is a very formative age. And that's what, you know, 7th, 8th grade. Um, and as even with, uh, and hey, Stretch, how you doing? But even with Southern Virgo again, thank you for Southern Virgo for acting being it active with us in the chat we appreciate that and thank you for everyone that's joining once again we're doing the making uh diva or the armageddon diva uh, here with everything culture you know so welcome and you know she hates the statement that i believe she's talking about oh you talk white and she said i speak correct you know she preferred i speak correct english and it's a reason why right. we have everything culture um because the thing about even with the English that we call English, it's not the correct Europe. It's not European English as well. So I'm big on stating where you're from, where you're at, and the tone and the inflection that you have in your voice. Um, I tend on having some linguists come on the show and talk about because I'm from the South, and you hear it. I'm from the South. <laughs> and we just talked specifically in how you shared how um, you appreciate the education from the school but you don't appreciate the people at this school and it's so mm -hmm. different going to a school that really embodies your community and who you are but that's a conversation for another time I will tell you that um so let's get to our next question let's get to our next question so who do you respect myself at this point <laughs> And the that reason is. I say that is because I always, I have not always respected myself. Mm. Um, even as a child. And that's because of the verbal abuse that I received. So um, I respect myself, myself now more than ever. Mm -hmm. um, I try to put myself first now. Um, you know, just logically, you know, you got to. Do what you got to do to take care of yourself. So, and it's working. It's been, I benefit from that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
what are you responsible for? Uh, I am responsible for myself as well as, and I, and I created this definition for myself because um, I had to reteach myself what it meant to be, what it is to be a wife. So I feel like I am responsible for myself as well as my husband, you know, to uh, make sure that we are one and we stay out of trouble. <laughs> stay out of jail. Stay out of lockup. You feel me? <laughs> and I, uh, I'm glad. Can... That... No, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. sorry. It's your thing. Um, go ahead. He can, uh, even though he is a very quiet man, if you push the wrong button, yes, he can, you know, end up in jail. So um, <laughs> I feel like I, as his wife, I feel like I need to be, you know, at that level to be responsible, you know, to tell him and be there for him. And not only that, be that listening ear to just be like, look, I understand. Go ahead. You know, just sometimes y'all need somebody to listen to, too. You know what I mean? Like no, y'all already get that stereotype that oh, men supposed to be the strongest and this, that and the third. And it's like sometimes y'all need to be able to be open and free without nobody judging y'all or, you know what I mean? And be able to cry. Why not? You know, you should be mm -hmm. able to cry in front of your wife, you know, without her okay. being like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's Absolutely like, understand. at first I used to be that type of person where I would just be very confused. Like, why are you crying? You know what I mean? And then I've thought about it and I've learned over the years that men y'all need is just, just as much safe space as we do yeah, absolutely agree thank you for recognizing that too yeah. um and i know Southern Virgo asked a question a moment ago i think it's a great time to bring up um i follow you so i've been paying attention to your story and your experience and the all all the responses yeah. you have to give um but what made y'all choose to have an open marriage oh my god um we actually um we decided that five years ago that um that we would have an open marriage me and my husband have had so many issues and the issues span from his friends you know they would like talk to him behind my back call me names things like that then uh and this was like earlier on in the beginning mm -hmm. and then his family would do the same thing very two-faced you know what i mean and just mm -hmm. uh do underhead things and um, they would speak to him like as if I was an outsider. Right. Like he he should listen to the family and that's it. And I'm like, but I'm married to you. I'm married to your mama. I'm not married to your daddy. <laughs> I'm not married to your cousins or your sister. So, or your aunts or your uncle. I'm not married to none of those people. I'm married to you, sweetheart. So it's like, he was lacking knowledge as far as how to be a, a husband as well. So all of that boiled down to me asking for a divorce. When I asked for that divorce, he was like, can we talk about it? I'm like, okay, I'm willing to talk about it. Let's go. And he was like, this is, this is what I want to offer you. Please do not leave. And 
this is what you can do. And I'm like, like, I understand you feel like you got to give me something. But at the same time, it's like that. Are you sure? Do you even can you even stomach that? Because that's hard. That's that's a level that is outside the standards of what the United States has created. Like, you know, it's picket fence, house, dog, you know, one kid, you know, things like that. And that that's outside the dream. So are you sure you want to enter that realm of free thinking? And he just, he was like, I can't see myself with anybody else. And um, I just feel like, you know, this is all I can offer you at this point. I can try to do better and everything else financially uh, as far as being there for you. But I I got to do something. That's just the way he felt. And I was just like, I've never had anybody show me that level of like a lot of people would think like, oh, he being desperate. He on bull. He trying to manipulate you. Yeah. But. That that's my baby daddy. My baby daddy manipulates the hell out of people. <laughs> so I knew this was something different from what I have experienced over the years. So I was just like, you know what? I will I'll agree to it. But let me know when you want to stop. Let me know when you want me wanted to just be me and you. And we can discuss that. We can fix that we can you know what i mean yeah. and it just yeah. i was able to make that decision based on the pain i've gone through i have been through so much pain to the point where that did not feel like pain for the first time in my marriage that part of all the conversations we ever had didn't feel painful so i yeah i i accepted it i was just like okay we can give it a try. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and once again, y'all need to follow uh, Diva, Armageddon Diva. Seriously. Um, and, and I'm a mess, it. but, you know, I'm a good person. <laughs> but, and, and once again, we appreciate you for sharing it with us. For real. I'm serious. Um, I'm very thankful. And going to our next question. So. If you had to play, if you had somebody to play in your biopic, who would you choose to play you? I would say Raven Simone. Because everybody said for years that me and her look just alike and we just, we kind of similar, you know, physically. And I'm like, yeah, you know are. what? Yeah. <laughs> I would like, say I, Raven. Yeah. I had a jump on somebody the other day talking about Raven Simone. I'm like, now I know she out living a different life these days, but that's still my boot. Um, I've been like, yeah, we the same. She's yes. a little bit older than me, but we just still my ever since she's she very opinionated now. You know, she's found her, you know, stride. She she's our own person. And I understand that. You know, you she gotta just got to watch what she say sometimes. Yeah, you <laughs> Hey, I don't mind you having your opinion, but you got to have some sense behind that opinion from time to time. You did, yes, what I mean. you got to you know filter I mean. that like. sometimes. You know, you don't want to piss off the wrong people, especially people that sign your check. Yeah, you know? <laughs> or, or support you in your work. And, and we see your quest, question stretch. We'll come to that in a second. Get to that in a second. Okay, okay, okay. So, 
if money was not an issue, if you're wealthy beyond wealth, okay, you are good. Money, I'm telling you, you don't need money anymore. You've got enough to take care of whatever you need to take care of. But you still had to work. You still had to do something. What would you want to do? Oh, actress, of course. Yes, yes. Mm. I'm already doing that now. It's just I'm on hiatus myself because uh, my health comes first. So I had to stop what I was doing. Okay. Um, my health declined. Um, and I felt like um, I didn't want to go back on set sickly. And they feel like, oh, we can't use you. You know what I mean? And um, especially how everybody treated uh, Chadwick when he was sick. And he right. released that photo of how he looked. And everybody just, oh, calling him names and stuff. And I was just oh, like, I, I don't want to be treated like that. But I also don't want to feel useless. So I took a step back, stopped accepting uh, stand-in work and things of that nature. I have not done any auditions in a couple of weeks. So I was just like, mm, you know, I got to take care of myself. Got to put myself first. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. That's one of the main things That's I push right. for all the time. Okay. Yes. Yes. And my um, uh, my um, and I feel that way as far as my husband as well because um, he is also experiencing some different changes physically. So until uh, doctors can run more tests. I, hey, I got to hang in there with him. He's been hanging in there with me for 10 years. We've been married 10 years. So oh, congratulations. Um, and uh, thank you. And uh, we've been together 15 years. So uh, it's been a long time. That man is literally like a brother to me. <laughs> but at the same time, he's like my best friend. So I appreciate him so much. Love it, love it, love it. Okay. When was the last time you cried? Oh, I would say when I was in the hospital on the 26th of September and I cried because I was told that I may not be able to travel with dialysis and uh, I take dialysis now. I got the little bandages and stuff going on under there, but, um, I, um, when I was told that, and I'm an actress and we have to travel to different locations, right. I felt like I could not do my career. And once I got to the dialysis center in town, they let me know, no, we have many options because, uh, DeVitas, they're everywhere. So yeah. it's like, of course you can, they said, just give us a notice like a week ahead of time. And we'll schedule wherever you are, you know, wherever you need to go. And no problem. And I'm like, well, okay, let's do this. <laughs> I felt confident to be able to get things done, you know. And uh, when I first uh, did, yeah, when I first uh, got a chance to talk to the doctor about that, I was, I was so relieved. And I just... I couldn't do nothing but cry. And it was the first time I cried in a very long time. Wow. So, you know, 
the Vegas need to hire you as a, the act for a commercial. You know, that was a great <laughs> little, you know, ad you gave them right there. I just want to let them know. Absolutely. Hey, I hope run they her, do her holler at me. Yes. <laughs> you know, they made me with like, I'm going to use the Vegas. That's like, for real, for real. But thank you for sharing yes. that. For real. Um, okay. If you can go back in time, hey, Arizona, but if you can go back in time and speak to your younger self, what age would you go to and what would you tell yourself? That would be the 16 year old me. I say between 15 and 16 in high school. And I would literally tell her, do not talk to your baby. Daddy. <laughs> hey, do not so, so in the do not question, talk to that one. <laughs> <laughs> the next the next question is, would you listen to yourself? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because uh, I will point him out. Like, see him right there? Don't even talk to him. <laughs> Don't look at him. Don't even. No. No. And the reason I said that, the reason I said that is because my kidney condition is because the most damage I have sustained to both of my kidneys is because I had his child. Mm. His child is my only surviving child. And had I not had that child, my kidneys would not be as destroyed as they are today. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. So we got about four or five more questions. We rocking and rolling, okay? Oh, we okay. good, we good. Hey, you, you. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm hanging in there with you. <laughs> and thank y'all for sharing with us right here. Thank you for being with us. Once again, thank you for being here, Mademoiselle. Uh, Ray, is it Raquel? You know, thank you. I appreciate you, Southern Virgo um, Booty. I love how you put that name together. Um, but yeah, we are here. So, what is a quote that you live by? No matter who's in your life, keep going. Okay. You got to keep going no matter who's in your life. Okay, you know I have lost everybody. Like, there's days my mom didn't even want to do or be there for me. And I'm just like, yeah. Wow. And just a personal quote, or did you, you know it's from? Um, no. I don't know if that just popped up in me or I just, you know, adapted it's, that from other scriptures. I'm not even sure, now. but yeah. It's yours now. <laughs> well, there it is. It's yours now. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So this is my favorite question. No matter yeah. who's in your life, keep going. Yes. Trust me. I say that. You know, I tell people that all the time because everybody, everybody's not going to be here. You know, you're going to lose people. Yeah. But why are you going to You're going to lose people. You got to make, you got to. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt, too. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And this one is my favorite question. So for the for those who listen to the makings of you and to everything culture, y'all know what's coming up. So what is your favorite meal? So if this is actually your last meal, you can, but whatever you can eat and whoever you want to prepare for, you can prepare for you. What would it be and who would prepare it? Last meal? 
I would say uh, lobster linguine. And it got to be red lobster. It can't be nobody. Oh, wow. <laughs> it can't be nobody but red lobster. <laughs> but, um, when I say you're not, the, you're not the only person that's, you know, you're the first person to say lobster linguine. But normally yes. people say red lobster. I said, okay. Okay, y'all do y'all thing. It gotta be red lobster. I don't know. It's something about they butter and them biscuits and mm. the way they cook that lobster. I'll be like, yes, yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> See, man, I have a whole new field being up here in the Pacific Northwest. The fish and stuff up, oh my goodness. It is different. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what is your favorite holiday? I stopped celebrating the holidays about five years ago. Um, <laughs> what used to be my holiday was uh, definitely Christmas. Definitely. Mm. I, I'll just decorate the tree, the house, everything, the window seal. I just used to be into it. And I don't know, for, for some reason, the older my son got, the less I celebrated. Mm. Okay. Was it a year that you like? Well, did you have a favorite year for Christmas? That something is like okay, I, I a year that you'll never forget. The last year, Chicago had a fat tree, <laughs> and I can't remember. I cannot remember which year that was, but they trees are very skinny now. I know I'm gonna get hella heat for this, but. <laughs> They got really cheap all of a sudden and started making the tree really skinny. And I was just like, what's this? Like what the that the last year we had a tree that was nice. It was so nice. Everybody seemed happy. You know, like nobody was hollering and screaming at people. You know, as you walk downtown in Chicago. Like, it was just so nice. The snow fell, and it wasn't trying to freeze you to death. It was just, it just fall. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was the last good Christmas I can remember. Wow, wow, wow. Love it. Yeah, we got a question right here. Um, mm -hmm. How's your relationship with your son? Oh, he what? don't speak to me at all. I and have not mean? spoken to my son in two years. Mm. She shares it on her page too. Very interesting. Oh yeah. Oh yes. I got full detail on my page, but just to give you a quick one, cause I don't know how long we got. Uh, yeah, okay, I so. haven't spoken to him in two years. And every time I see him, it's like, <laughs> he's just giving me this look, but he don't really engage me. And I'm just like, like he'll look at me and then he'll, then he'll lock eyes with my husband. I'm like, but you know, it, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know if that's testosterone. I don't know what that, I don't get it. Maybe that's just him. Just the way yeah. he is. I don't know. But I don't pressure him to talk to me at all. No, no. Whenever he feel like talking, he can talk. Yeah. And once again, you know, two questions the way it's not normally for the makings of you, you know, but since we're here on TikTok, you know, shout out, look, shout out to the TikTok audience. You know, appreciate y'all being with us. And that question yes. from Tierra Sana, or so thank you for asking. Um, but yeah, I, like if that was something recent, because I've seen experiences like that between parents, uh, especially mother and son, and 
man, it's a lot that would have to happen, but that's in the past right now. Um, yes. But in the future, that's something we can have an actual show because a lot of parents deal with things like that within their children. Um, but yeah, hey, y'all, y'all gonna have to, y'all gonna have to keep following, us, checking her out and us out <laughs> to hear more about that. But we got two yeah. more questions. Two more questions. Okay. All right. What? Well, you know, how would you want people to remember you? Exactly how I am. Pandora's box. Honest. Open. Um, not the way that everybody else portrays me, but the way that I am. You know? Like, I wouldn't want them to, like, you know, exaggerate nothing or feel like they got to listen to everybody else just to feel like, oh, that's how she was. No, I am me and I will always be this way all the way to the last day. And last question. Now, I know you say you're learning a little bit more about your culture. Um, We find out you're a Nigerian, Um, but let's talk about your community because the three words you gave me. So I'm leaning on that. Um, what changes are you bringing to your community and what changes do you want to see in your community? As far as my um, original community that I grew up in, they no longer exist. Those buildings do not, they are no longer standing. So um, there is nothing I can bring to that community whatsoever. Um, as far as my Nigerian community, I hope and pray and wish and everything that I can in my power to uh, bring something to that culture. Um, The more that I learn, the more that I know that that community is in dire need. And the more that I learn, I'm just like, that gives me different ideas of what I can do, but I'm not sure yet. And if I were given an opportunity to earn the wealth that I would, that I am trying to earn now, <laughs> I would definitely invest in my homeland. I really would. Love it, love it, love it. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, you know, boys and girls. You just heard the making of Diva, video Armageddon Diva here with Everything Culture. So, Miss Diva, if you're trying to be found, where can the people find you? Ooh, I'm pretty much everywhere. Uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok, of course. Um, uh, let's see, Snapchat, um, Twitter. There's one I'm missing. I know it is. <laughs> oh, we got Facebook. Well, yeah, mostly Snapchat. all the social medias. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Okay. And what? So, what's, and what's the name again? Can you get that to us? The Armageddon Diva. <laughs> all right, the Armageddon Diva. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. And as always, you can find. And thank you. Well, appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it. You know, <laughs> you know. I tell people, you know, I always ask people, "Have you listened to the show before?" Because it can go several different ways. That's what it's, it's your show. So 
So I'm not. I don't try to formulate yeah. too many questions that. You know, I ask the same questions to everybody. You know, some people are. Yeah. There's been a lot of show episodes that we have to have some tissues that got to be brought out. You know, it's like, hey, because we have these type of conversations. It's real. I don't oh. cry myself out. <laughs> <laughs> I am 37 years cried out, baby. <laughs> no, no, but hey, this is you. This is the makings of you. This is, you know, representative of you. So this is your episode. You can use it how you want to use it. Um, it will be broadcast for the next three to four weeks. You know, we got a lot of things on retainer. But, you know, I'm going to ask okay, you Okay, I want a copy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you will have one. Um, and send me a few okay. pictures of yourself, you know, mommy sharing so I can put together your logo. Um, and hey, y'all, if you're trying to find us, you know, it is your host, Mr. D713 or Drake with everything culture. You can find us anywhere when you look anywhere you listen to a podcast. We're there. Once again, everything culture. Um, that's what a as well as you can find us here on TikTok. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook and uh, our Facebook group. You can find us on Instagram and you subscribe to us on YouTube. And overall, go to our website at www.everythingculture.com and check out merchandise will be coming soon. By the time you hear this, merchandise will be up. So come and support your brother. Become a member of the team. Um, subscribe to us on PayPal. We're there. But we are, we appreciate all the support we're doing out here so we can bring more content to you, more episodes. Season 4 coming very soon. So we greatly appreciate y'all. We greatly appreciate you, the Armageddon Diva, and everybody that's rocking with us tonight. So we're about to shut down this episode of The Making of You, and we'll see y'all later. Peace. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, y'all. Okay, y'all. Oh, was that hard? <laughs> no, that wasn't hard at all. I appreciate that. <laughs> Southern Virgo. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's like the step one of coming on the show. And in the future, um, like we talk about parenting, we talk about relationships, we talk about anything that may catch up on comic book. This is like, hey, what we'll do? We're just like, hey, go listen to the makers of Diva of the Armageddon Diva, and then come listen to the rest. It's like this is like your intro all in one. You know, Tia Tiara, okay. thank you for joining us. Hey, appreciate appreciate you but yeah this is what we do i will definitely show. come back um I, I don't mind coming back you you are awesome you need to replace that old girl because that that interview r kelly real talk <laughs> man you need to replace her honey because uh <laughs> I, don't, I don't know you which did a one. great job you know, i don't know which one you're talking about <laughs> but my thing is is getting to know uh, they know which one it is that that lady that uh I don't know if that's the one that's dating Oprah, but oh, uh, you, you talking about what's up? What's that woman's name? Oh, yes, go on King, here and replace her. Because <laughs> you were, Gail. you are so you know you you spoke very well and you wasn't like trying to hound nobody. You know what I mean? Like it was very comfortable being on your show, and I appreciate that. Uh, no problem. No, my, my it's my pleasure. Seriously, um, I do that. I try to keep the same thing with all my guests. Um, once again, if I don't want to force the issue, I get this. I don't work with numerous families, numerous parents. I interviewed, interviewed hundreds, if not thousands of people, um, not only being in HR, um, being a caseworker before, um, it, it's to the point talking for family members or relatives. 
one thing people are never really some people are not allowed to tell their story or never have the ability to share their story from their perspective yeah um something that i've really yeah. been pushing on yeah absolutely stretch no bias um so when i in stretch knows when i sit down and i'm talking to family members i'm like hey especially parents what's what, what's what's your side and i just want to hear i want to listen uh oh yeah. how do i pick guests for my show hey if you want to be on the show go to or you know somebody Go to my website at www.everythingculture.com. Go to contact and put, fill out your information. Once again, our platform is built off respect, communication, and consistency. You know? Oh, thank you, Tiaras. You know, follow, join, subscribe, you know, be a part of the community. That's the biggest thing. Um, and, you know, we do all this stuff out of love. That's the goal um, to find. And uh, everybody know me. I'm like, he be busy. He going to get around thank to Thank you for understanding. <laughs> Because people be like, oh, you yeah, I, I, you. I understand because we're in a similar the entertainment industry and as well as, you know, film, TV, theater. So dealing with those industries, I understand that a lot of this stuff takes time, mm-hmm. even interviews, you mm-hmm. know, so and I get TikTok it. You know, and I appreciate you being patient with me as well, because I'm like. I just want you, you know, to get better. Going through all this stuff. I just want you to get better. That's forget all this. I want you to get better. All this stuff can fade away, Absolutely. but we she need you to take care of you, like we said earlier. For real, for real. Absolutely. I got dialysis in the morning. All right. My <laughs> prayers. Hopefully everything well. So, you know, I know that's work yes. right there too. So everybody give you know, prayers, oh, yeah. energy to her. Um, if you if you you know you you can spare some, we will greatly appreciate that. Yeah. For real, so no problem, no problem. But hey, y'all, I want to say thank y'all for joining us again for tonight. Um, I may be back Saturday night, you know, I may be back Saturday night. Um, thank you, Grandma hey. Lily. Thank you, Lady. I'm gonna tune in, yeah. You know, come holler at us. I'm be, I don't know what I'm gonna be talking about Saturday night, but I just want to talk to y'all to make sure y'all doing well. And Sunday, you know, I'm gonna be doing my workouts again. I need to bring that back to IG. But, you know, I try to keep fit. I got to get ready for my photo shoot at the end of the month. But, hey.